All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 119. Tough game tonight. Yankees split the series against the Orioles. Not a team we should be splitting games against. Uh, we'll get more on that later. We should not be splitting against the fucking Orioles. This is the time where we should be winning games. We got ground rule doubled. We had an opportunity for a pinch runner, which would have been a nice time for someone by the name that rhymes with Bike Schmalkman. More on that later. I'm pretty upset about that, but... Before we get going, today you got Luke, Damon, and Chandler. Murph is away on PTO. He put in his, uh, he might have put his two weeks notice. No, he's, just, he's, on, he's, on P, he's on PTO. He's doing whatever he is in the mountains. But how you guys doing? You know, happy, uh, you know, I'm, I'm iffy. I'm, I'm, I'm 50-50 because we split the series, but. Is that like the a bad dad joke? No, nah, that was like legitimately like. Oh, okay. That's how I'm feeling. Chandler, how are you feeling? <laughs> it was a bad loss today. Chandler, Honestly, joined, Chandler joined the chat today and his name. I always look forward to seeing the name when he joins the, the stream. And today his name is Poverty Franchise. So usually it's just fuck, shit, fuck. But this time it's Poverty Franchise. So how you not feeling? A lot of, Obviously not, not a lot very of positive good. names. Uh, honestly, better than usual. I, You know what? I don't yeah. expect good things anymore going into series. So... <laughs> I can't like, wait to see I, what your name's going to be on a bad day. Then, I mean, it, it, you see it pretty much every other one. So, I mean, at least there were some good things that happened against the Orioles. Yeah, yeah, there were, and we'll get new, into new silver linings. Me, it's a I'm it's I'm a being weird, reborn into a, a positive person. It's a bad color on you. I like it better when you're super <laughs> negative. But uh, yep. yeah, there, there are there are some silver linings. But what do you guys want to talk about first? The elephant in the room, Mike Talkman. I feel like that's pretty. It's pretty important. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up because one, that situation right there. I was watching the game with Damon, and actually, he we have a split wall, and he was on the other side. I was like two seconds behind him, and we were behind everybody because we we're doing it on the app. And I was like, "Wow, this is a pretty good opportunity for someone named Mike Talkman to be in because we didn't have a pinch runner at all." Which makes me think, because just for those of you who have been living under a rock and haven't been watching the game. We thank you for using us as your news source, but Mike Talkman got traded to the San Francisco Giants. He actually went three for four in his opening game, starting at center field. Just, you know, I, I am happy for him because he's, you know, playing one of the main guys on that team. Actually, you know, that team's doing pretty decent this year, so maybe that's why they're retooling, getting some other other players out there, but he was traded for, what, what, who did he get traded for? Wandy Peralta. Wandy Peralta. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know the guy. I don't. I know nothing of I him. Either. The only thing I know is he's a lefty, and that's probably what we're after. I mean, Britain's on his way back in May, so I don't really understand it. The bullpen's been great, so I guess you know it's bullpen depth. So you know you can never have too many bullpen arms, but I really don't like that we got rid of Talk- Talkman. To me, was such a great asset to have, especially with a struggling Hicks. So well. That makes no sense to me. It's the reason that we got rid of him because he's such a. If he's not going to start, he can take other people's spots. He can left field is whatever the hell's happening over there with Guardy and Clint. I mean, Clint's playing fantastic defense. That's a different story. He may lead the league in in diving catches, all out full extension diving catches. We'll keep track of that. I don't know if that's a stat that gets monitored, but we'll keep track of that. But 
I, I just feel like he's such a great asset to have. He's not going to be your, you know, number one starter. He's not going to just, he's not going to cost you much, and he's going to play damn good defense, and he's a lefty bat, which they love. So I don't really know why we got rid of him at all. I mean, he was our first but, guy off the bench. And, and, in, and like, today is a perfect situation where Mike Topkin would have had a pretty big role in today's game and finishing the game out. You know, I think we'll, we'll go into a little bit later just what Boone did today with the pinch hitters and then that fucking everything over. But it's going to be a good situation for Mike Talkman. And especially because Guardy is the the guy who needs to be playing right now because there's no one else. And especially because Hicks can't, you know, he can't see the fucking ball. He, he, I, I can't watch him anymore. Like, he Hicks is so frustrating to watch nowadays. And talk what was to, his throw? What was that throw? I mean, I know he wasn't going to get him, but what the fuck are you doing, man? He he just he's just playing like he's he just showing arm. up. He's Looks just he a showing arm. up to hang out, and you know that that's all he's going to do. He you know he he has a couple walks, and we're supposed to all just be like, okay, yeah, he gets on base, and so I'll forget about it. But the outfield positions are not we you know heading into the season that was our most stacked position. We we're like we have so many great guys, we were going to put them all. And now I'm like, fuck, we can't even field a good outfield that can actually produce runs. And throwing Mike Talkman in those situations every now and then every now and again could have been huge. And I hope this Wandy guy is worth it. Or else we just gave away a really important part of this team. He's so think about this at just so. like think about this just I don't even know, at surface level, whatever. If you didn't know any players, you trade away your position that you're weakest in right now, which is outfield with judge who gets hurt from traveling and Gardner and Clint doing whatever they're doing. And Hicks, who I don't know, don't, I don't think he could hit off a tee and you're bringing in somebody who's below average at your best position, which is the bullpen. So That's just like point. it went without putting any names at it. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. Like <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I don't get it. the only thing I can get is if Talkman did something wrong and they're just like, Hey, you can either get traded and you don't have to have this like story come out in New York that you're breaking team rules or whatever. That's the only thing that makes sense to me ever. And like I I don't think that's a situation. I like mean, there's I been highly, no indication of that. Yeah, and, I highly and, doubt that given the track record of some of the guys in the team, but we won't get into that and one. And talking is just such a fan favorite too, and that's why I'm a little more like just distraught about it, is that you know, he wasn't the best offensive player. He was a damn good defensive player. We have some fond memories of that catch and other stuff like that. But, you know, he just it just seems like a good locker room guy. He just seemed happy to be around everybody. And not, I liked I personally liked him a lot. So I'm very upset about that because I'm not gonna cry about it because in reality, you know what? I might cry about it. But I'm just saying I was gonna say he doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of like is he going to win us a world series or not is he the the deciding piece but he could be he we've seen him on the base paths as a pinch runner he did everything that he was asked to do and that's i guess where i'll leave it but, but listen to have this, though, fun in san francisco there are bigger topics to talk one about of the here. very 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 few people on this team that does do what they're asked to do yeah just yep. mind but you think about it this way though like we've been getting into some pretty um you know, some scenarios where we're in extra innings and with this new extra innings rule, having bench guys is so much more important than it was when they, that, the extra inning rule wasn't in effect. Yeah. Take a look at today. We have Mike Ford on first and Tyler Wade up. 
ha- that that's a recipe for disaster if we're trying to fucking win a ball game here. Sounds like what the Orioles should be putting out. Sounds like where it's it's flip flopped and their closers apparently disgusting. Let's move on. What are we moving to? Did Derek Dietrich die? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he has no that's- spot on the team. He's not. The Talkman thing would be a good defensive outfielder and a pinch runner. Talk and well, Dietrich saying, is neither like, of those. The, Tyler Wade isn't like lighting it up. Why not give him a? I don't know. I don't know. There's just so many things that I don't get. Like if everything is clicking and you're making these moves and these are just small, inconsequential moves, that's fine. But when you you can't do anything right, are very you know what I mean. Obviously, they do some things right here and there, but in the grand well, scheme of things, about when what happened right? Let's well, when you're not, not doing things right, why? Let me make my point, and then we can get into hot or not. If you're not doing things right, right, why can you not shake things up? Why don't you try something new? Obviously, what you're doing isn't fucking working. We've seen it, t- and I'm not saying that that's the permanent solution. I'm not saying Derek Dietrich is your starting first baseman going forward or your starting second baseman going forward, but why not do something to try and spark anything out of the guys that are your everyday ones? That's Agreed. what I'm getting at. Agreed. It's getting hot or not. We seem down. We did split against a shit team, but you know, we should, we, we should have some people are, there are some good silver linings that we can get into it right now. Yeah. And there's some bad things, but who wants to take the hots this time? I'll do hots. I feel like challenging the, downing a debbie downer mood right now so you let's told, pick him you, up let's pick him up you let's told take, me to, take the hots you told me to be a debbie downer no nah, you so take I'm the hots chandler no we okay. want him to take the hots and you take the other ones because you'd be more critical of it so that works what Agreed. the best do it so for those listening for the first time hot or not is basically i'm going to read out stats lightning round chandler's going to basically buy or sell it do you think this is something that's going to continue going forward or or is this just a short-term thing? This is stats mainly from the last week. Sometimes I take a little bit of an all-year thing if somebody's a standout, but let's get into it. All right. Are you ready? So ready. So your boy, I'm glad you did the hots here because Luis Sessa is first on the board here for the hots all year. This is a not week-long stat line. All year is 11.2 innings pitched, 1.54 ERA on two runs given up and 15 strikeouts. You buying or selling that? Sell. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Damon, you buying that? We'll talk more on that yeah, later. We'll talk about Giancarlo it. Stanton, seven-game hitting streak, 385 batting average, three home runs, and three hits today. I'm buying it. Hell yeah. Mike King, 11 innings pitch, zero earned runs, two options. <laughs> <laughs> Which part am I being asked on? The option part? The pitching or part. The- this, I guess, is going to apply to both hot and not, because the Yankees probably think he's a not, apparently. Buy that he is a productive member, sell that he is the best pitcher of all time. <laughs> Domingo Herman, seven innings pitched, three hits, flirted with a no-hitter, zero runs, one walk, six Ks. It's like he knew his job was on the line. Mm, cautiously buy. Corey Kluber, 6.2 innings pitched. First W as a Yankee. One earned run, two walks, five Ks. Bye. Honorable mention, I'll give I'll give Glaber Torres. Because he had a couple of go-aheads, nine hits in seven days. And that's pretty good. So Big hit to talk oh, abso- Absolutely buy that. Yeah, but yeah. I think that was a, that He's was a given. He's supposed to be our superstar going forward. So. so which ones did you sell and buy? I sold Sessa because just no. Personal preference. <laughs> it's not personal. Vendetta. No, he just no, just no. He's had so many chances. This isn't like Lewisaga, who he's just got this sick stuff where you're waiting for him to find the zone. Like Sess has been 
fucking shelled for years. I don't buy a seven, eight game sample size. Like that's the whole season. I, I understand that, but it's not like it he's eleven point two innings. But Mike King's eleven. It's the point of this this whole segment we do. You're, okay. so you're selling it off. I'm selling them off. That's what I was saying. I think I'm going to sell too, but not as as harshly as you are. I think Sessa is. I, I like you said. I think you said it best with the Loazia thing. I think Loazia actually has stuff, and he's putting it together now. I think Sessa is a little bit overperforming what he has in the tank, but and I don't think he'll be that you know strikeout swing and miss guy. But I do think that if he has this, you know, at least remotely close to this. I might buy that. That's not what I'm asking here, but I think me selling him isn't necessarily making it seem like he's going to be bad. I just don't think he can be one of the best relievers on this team. I think he's going to be a middle of the pack guy who can eat up innings in a punting situation and sometimes in big high leverage situations. I'd prefer not to see that, but definitely like what I see out of Sesta so far, and I hope it continues. So you said obviously yes to Stanton. Stanton was a, I'm glad he made his way into the hot list because. He was, he was certainly not, and he was on the not list for a little bit of time. So I think, what is his batting average right now? Because he has a seven-game hit streak. Like I said, three hits today, 385 batting average. I don't think that was measured into the 385 batting average of three hits today, so it might be even higher, that closer to the four to five, 450 range. What was his batting average before? He, said, he, was, he was down to, like, under 100 at one point. This, he's right, up recently. to Right now he's, he's up at to 250. Two, now. Yeah, he's at... He's at He's at 2.29 before today's game. I mean, I'm buying hits. that. He just looks good. Like, it's not home runs. It's not anything like that. He's just consistent. He's going up the middle a lot, which is cool to see. You know, it's not the big fucking daddy hack at a slider that's 47 feet outside that he either waves and misses or, you know, clips off the end at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, he actually looks good. He's hanging in there. He's hitting balls hard to all parts of the field, which, you know, I, I'd go a step farther. I'd say Mike Stanton I'm buying on. Why is that a step further? Because Mike Stanton is the guy we want. John yeah. Carlos Stanton is the guy that gets booed out of Yankee Stadium when going 0 for 5 with 4Ks. But Mike Stanton, is the he's the 40-50 home run guy. No. He was John Carlo in, in 2017. That I'm talking year. about yeah. for our, look, man. I'm just trying to. I want that John Carlo. I won't. Look. I I love the fact that he goes out there, hits a home run, and comes back and hits three singles. We yes. were talking about that before. I think that was I'm I'm most impressed. If he had three home runs, I think I would be less impressed. Obviously, that is you know three home runs is a lot better than three singles. But for his purposes, I think I'm more impressed with three singles than if he were to go out and hit three home runs in those in the place of those three singles because yeah. because that means he's not doing too much. He's not doing that homer or bust thing, and we want that out of him. And every ball he hits is absolutely scorched. He's hitting them 118 just for singles. And you saw that one of the shortstop yesterday that just straight up ate that guy alive. And he's just every ball he hits, whether it's foul, fair, or whatever, he is smoking the ball. And he looks confident. And he is, I mean, it's the stats speak, speak for themselves in the last week. But, yeah, you know, I, I really, I really truly... Splits? Uh, you can look those up, but I don't I have those. But I'm those. just saying, I, I am definitely more impressed with the three hits versus if they were three home runs, because yeah. that's just more of the same if he hit the three home runs. It goes to show he's actually like making adjustments and not trying to hit a home runs. Not like, pressing home run. Like he's the type of guy where 
his swing is not that like you know that launch angle swing that everyone's talking like he's a very like flat kind of swing the old-fashioned just like i'm down the ball home runs are gonna come if he keeps fucking hitting the shit out of the ball home runs are gonna come so i'd rather him keep hitting singles and then he'll hit the same amount of home runs you know they're gonna they're gonna come so keep it up keep it up mike ready for this small sample size of course you pulled it up already yeah yeah i'm a fucking wizard i just so home games (laughs) he's hitting 184 279 obp and a 726 ops Away games, he's hitting 300, 327 OBP, slugging 500 in an 827 OPS. Is the Yankee fans getting to him? Maybe they boo him every time he fucking strikes out. So, or and grounds I, I, out, or pops up, or anything. Maybe, maybe that's a storyline to keep watching. Obviously, like most things we're talking about now, small sample size, but that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Just like I'm going to keep an eye on the Clint full extension catches going forward. So, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think rounding out these, you sold who else? Domingo. I wanted to get into that a little more. I didn't sell Domingo. You said something I said cautious that wasn't buy. buy. Okay, so cautious buy. Why is that? I mean, I think he's good. I think he's always had the stuff, and he's. I don't know. He's just always. I feel like he's always prone to one blow up inning, and he's kind of missed with his location here and there, which leads to those innings. Sorry, I just put my head away from it. My fucking headphone was falling off. But um, yeah, he always is prone to that. I feel like that one blow up inning. So that's why I'm kind of cautious. I don't think the numbers are going to reflect how good he is, but I say bye because I think he will be a staple and a consistent guy in the rotation. I said it before. It's like he thought his job, or it's like he knew his job was on the line. Yep, and I mean he did win the game before that, right? That was the second win in a row. But this performance was absolutely masterful. Like if you needed a, if one guy needed a hot start Mm -hmm. to make it onto this list, it is Domingo Herman. Because I literally think that he was maybe he wasn't this next upcoming start, but they were eventually going to start skipping his starts. And Devi, who just got optioned down, would be coming back up, and you know that whole can of worms would open back up. But, you know, I think with this start, it's going to be hard for Devi to make his next start or whatever it may be, unless they do that six-man rotation thing, which, we, I mean, they're still doing bullpen days and they're outsmarting themselves, so we'll see what they do. It's impossible to predict the things the Yankees are doing this year with the pitching staff, but I really think if he if he didn't have a performance like this, that was memorable like this, that flirted with a no-hitter that I may or may not have jinxed, I'll take the blame for that. I Truth be told, I told my friend, our friend Mike, who is not a baseball guy, said, oh, yeah, Domingo Herman's throwing a no-hitter, which I don't think counts because it's, he's not a baseball guy and he doesn't care. So that counts. I don't think it counts. But 100% counts. Okay, then I'll wear that one. But I, I really think he needed something like this, and it was just it was fun to watch. It was And it was very unexpected, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the guy. Yeah, I, I feel like, at least my, my quick opinion is that I, I would buy right now. I'd be more confident to buy if he has another good start. Because I feel like Herman has been so streaky throughout his career, and he's had some great outings and then just some dog shit outings. So if we see if we start to see another consistent good outing, then I'm all in on him. But he needs to kind of come out come out there and throw you know another good performance. He can't just come out here and just do it whenever he feels like it. So another pitcher that I think I was more high on coming into the season because obviously he didn't have any bad guy stuff on the back end, but. I love Court. how you just call it bad guy stuff and lump it all into one. It makes me laugh. Just a bad guy. So, you know, <laughs> Corey Kluber, not a bad guy, I think. So he comes out there and he fucking spins it. 
Guy's twirling at 6.2. First W as a Yankee. And gonna be honest, I didn't I didn't catch this game. I was at softball. So if you guys want to give a little bit of an insight on the uh ins and outs of this start, I mean the, the stat line looks good. So he I watched the whole game and I I think he looked really, really good. Fucking crushed it at softball, by the way. Continue. <laughs> I'm the best. He uh he I'm was sore, just... but I stayed in. You wanna talk more? I just thought I'd hammer. Was it tra- travel soreness? Or? I s- yeah, I sat on my keys. You're what? Don't worry about it. Continue. Oh my God. Is that a real thing? Just side note. I saw that like from more than one. Either you stole that from somebody or that's like a real story. Completely line. stole it from somebody. I thought it was funny, but go. Okay. He was, Kluber looked great. I think he's, you know, we he's not a guy who's going to ball, the blow the ball past you. You know, he's not a speed guy. He's location and movement type of pitcher. And he had all the right gears turning when he was pitching. He was spotting the ball up. He was throwing some backdoor sliders. He was, you know, curving his two-seamer in on, in on guys. Like, he was painting the ball, and it looked fantastic. And if we can, if he can have another item like that, and then he just kind of builds off, builds off that, builds off that, he's a veteran guy. And I think that once he has one good outing, he learns from that. And he, again, we've talked about it all the time. He hasn't pitched in years and years, and... He just needs to get it going, and I think this was a huge milestone for him because he had all the stuff working, and he went back to his old self, kind of. And we need more of that. And I think you know, I'm I'm all in on him too if he can kind of again just be consistent. It kind of reminds me of uh, not to as much you know as greater of an extent, but a little bit of CC Sabathia as a guy who's reinventing himself now that he's older, he's been through some injuries, stuff like that, like. I kind of, I kind of think this was the game where it all clicked because he's flirted. He's with you know being good again. He's given us three good innings, then kind of lost it or kind of lost velocity or whatever you know. And this one, he actually sat down and gave us a good start, and everything clicked. So I think I'm not expecting him to win a Cy Young, but I think this it's it's pretty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm exaggerating for clarity, but you know, I'm not expecting him to go out there and be one of the best pitchers in the American League. But I really do think he's going to be good. Like, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think we're going to see a lot more starts where he goes deeper into games and you know keeps us in it. So, if you were to buy any of these, if you, like in Tinder, if you were to super like it, if you were to super buy one, which one would it be? Would it be Would it be Sessa? That's a sell. Would it be Stanton, King, Domingo, or Kluber? Stanton. I would agree with that. I think we'll do that as a recurring thing. I, think I like that. I think that was super fun. like. Super I'd like. Yeah, I, I agree. Taylor, you I agree with guy? We don't have no, to tell I your girlfriend. girlfriend. We don't have to tell <laughs> Maybe uh, we can get sponsored by Tinder. Maybe. There uh, you go. Uh, before we actually move on, we we're going to get into this later. We might as well just talk about it now before we do the knots. Uh, Mike King. I put him on here as hot because obviously 11 innings pitch, zero earned runs. Two options. That's not hot, but... I, why don't we just talk about the options right here? Because this doesn't make any fucking sense. And this has been a storyline since the last time he got optioned down. And he had nine innings pitched and no earned runs. And he's just been dealing. And to me, this makes no fucking sense because he's so valuable for this team. He's such a valuable asset. And we were talking about it before. He could be that, you know, long reliever guy that Chad Green used to be or still kind of is. But another one of those because inevitably a lot of the starting rotation doesn't like to go very long. They are starting to go seven and six and having quality starts. I did see a stat that I thought was interesting that Domingo Herman, his start was the second out of 
actually before the Domingo start, his was the third out of 18 starts that were quality starts this year for Yankee starting pitchers. So I, it's just when the starting pitchers and to define a quality start for everybody, it, it's seven innings pitched and what less than two runs or two runs or less. I think it's three, three runs or less. That's a quality start. And there's only been two Yankees to do it. And I pretty sure Garrett Cole is one of them and he might be the second one. So it's just, he's been so amazing for this team. And like I said, when they inevitably don't go long, he's a great long reliever guy. He's, in my opinion, I think I, I like him better than Sessa, but that's you know up to, up to judgment at that point. But it just doesn't make sense. That's not up and to another judgment. and another thing, the reason why I don't like it as much is he's basically getting clinted. Like, and by that I mean he's getting just continuously sent down a young player, and it's messing with their confidence. I get it; it makes sense from a you know a, a strategy standpoint. The guy has options. You want to get some more pitchers up because he's not going to be in the rotation the next coming 10 days and he, you know, whatever it may be, it makes sense from a strategy perspective by the Yankees. I understand kind of why they do it, but it's not all X's and O's. It's not all about the numbers. And if you can get an extra two innings of out of Wandy, whatever the fuck it is, it's just doesn't make any sense because it doesn't make any sense because of the toll that it's going to take on this kid's confidence, who is just continuously being sent down. And I don't think that's something that they even recognize exists because they've clearly done it to Clint to no, to, to just no end. And he's been outspoken about that. Like I said, on that podcast, I listened to, it's just, it, it gets to the point where this is just, it's getting mean at this point. Like it, what more does he have to do to be up? That's what I was going to say. What more what, do you have to what do? What more can he do? What more can you do There's to be up? So there was do. no, there was ne- like he literally would never have been not sent down. I said that I, I, right after the game ended, Mike King, another two innings scoreless. And then I responded to my own tweet and said, and he'll probably be sent down in about five minutes. Five minutes later, he gets sent down. That's my rant. Makes no sense. Uh, and no I, one, I no like one can the, rationalize it either. That's, the, that's no. the best part. I feel like the most recent one, too, was literally just because, hey, we traded for Wandy Peralta. I don't care if he's the worst pitcher on the planet, but so we don't look fucking stupid. Have fun in the alternate side or taxi squad. But again, Chandler, that goes back to your point earlier of, the bullpen's been working. Mike King is good. We have other guys who are doing good. Yeah. Why are we trading for another? It doesn't make sense. But I don't regardless. get it. That's what I'm. I don't. Uh, that, we could we could talk about that. For I think hours. I covered everything on yeah. that. That was just my little gripe alert with uh with that. Uh, gripe alert. Wee wee. I still. I'm just get into blown the away. Knots. Blown away. You'd never heard of a gripe before. Well, I've heard of it now. We're talking about it. So these players, I have a lot of gripes with Chandler. So when I when I when I want when I don't oh, believe in a person when yeah. I don't believe in a person I'm saying sell. Yeah. You'd say whatever no, when you, you do want. believe in them you're selling that you're selling that they're not playing they're not going to continue playing this bad. You're buying that they're well, not, shit. now it's reversed. No, you do I have to turn the music off you're, and explain. You're either no, buying it, or selling what he has to say. I got it. No, I got it. So okay. he's pl- these guys are playing bad. I'm aware. If they're playing bad and you buy them, that I means they're they're going to continue I, to be bad. I understand. Bad. Let's do it. Maybe stop my music. All right. Single tear drop down. Aaron Hicks, 0 for his last 17 from the left side. Some switch hitter we got in him. Seven strikeouts. A dead arm, it looks like, from the outfield in that last throw. And a couple other throws. Hasn't looked like the Aaron Hicks of old and a 130 batting average combined in the last week. Bye. 
Sounds like that's a super buy, but we'll get into that later. Clint Frazier, two for his last 17. His first home run, so I'll give him that. Maybe that goes up into half hot. Five strikeouts and seven walks. So this is kind of a half and half, but, you know, not going to put words in your mouth. I'm selling. Okay. I believe in him. Aaron Judge. Not for offensive purposes he makes this list, but just kind of uh, for being sore. So are you buying or selling his... I guess this is a good question. Are you buying or selling this as being a continuing thing throughout this year that he's going to keep getting these sore days? It's like a snow day for kids in school, but it's just sore days. Like a, yeah, he'll I'm, probably be sore on the third of every month and twice on Sunday. I'm going to be optimistic and buy. Uh, sorry, it's sell. See, it's fucking confusing. It is confusing, but, you know... When we talk about it, we'll, you know, we can work out the kinks on that. So yeah. maybe that isn't a buy or sell thing. Maybe that's just like a, yeah. I mean, quickly about, does he suck or not? Quickly about Judge. I mean, he, when he's, when he's played, he's been, you know, he's been great. And I think the, obviously the question is, can he play, right? I don't even want to talk about that again. Like the, uh, it, uh, we need to remove that from our vocabulary. You know, when he's healthy, he's yeah, good. Let's right. never say that again. It's yeah. no longer that because that's a given. Everybody knows his WRC plus is always going to be like 170, and you see those stats from Dan Rourke, who's the biggest, the biggest judge supporter in the world. But and that there's no argument against that. He's a great player, but it's starting to piss me off. But I have an argument your, against that today, or, or as of right now, he's not even playing well this season when he's healthy. In his last 15 games, he's hitting under 230. I think I mean, that's, that's I think that's, that's a little bit of the, the whole team. I think that's a little bit of the. Uh, the sample size bug going on there, but it's the soreness I, getting to him. I, I'm just, I'm honestly, and we said it a couple episodes ago that it's starting to become like you can't defend it, and it's it's really at that point. And I did see the counter to this on on Twitter and in responses to our tweet because I did say, you know, Bryce Harper took a 97 mile per hour fastball to the face, and he's okay. He's not in the lineup tonight, which is what people were coming back at me. But that wasn't the point of what I was saying. What I was saying was, and to finish out, Judge, you know, was out two days in a row for a sore or whatever the fuck it is. And Lower pe- body. Yeah, whatever it is. He sat on his keys or something. And it's just the argument that some people were hitting me with was saying that, you know, Yankee fans, he can't win with Yankee fans because when he does get hurt, they get mad. And when they prevent him from getting hurt by sitting him, they get mad. What does that and even mean? You're damn right. Like, that makes no fucking sense. Like, yeah, I'm going to be mad either way because I, why don't I just have a player that isn't doesn't need to be sat every fucking four days because they're going to get hurt? Like, that, 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 I have reason to be mad on both sides, is what I'm saying. And that was a ridiculous statement that was said. And I feel, a few people said that, which made no fucking sense, but I digress. I just, it's getting to the point where I'm just not even expecting him to be. Like he's great when he's there, but you know, I almost when I pencil in the lineup or when I'm looking at the team going forward, I almost omit him. Like it's I do it, too. It's like great if he's there. Like whatever. If if you're there, awesome. It's like just a you know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. No, it, I'm ridiculous. with you. Like it's the it uh It's an added bonus if it, he's there. I might be a little bit like ridiculous with it or dramatic, whatever you want to say, but like when I think about this team and it's I'm like, okay, who do I need to produce tonight for us to win? Who's going to be there for us long term? Like you know, when we really need somebody, I don't. I just leave him completely off the list. Like, and it's not because he doesn't have the talent. He's just never fucking out there. Like, 
And I know people are going to come in and be like, he's played 78% of the games like this year. Like, okay. And he looks he's hurt missed- for most of them. So Exactly. He's playing 78% of the games, but 50% of those he's playing half-ass because he's afraid if he sprints his full speed, his whole lower body will just fall off. He's just going to yeah. keep cutting half on the way to first yeah, base I think, if he gives any effort. Like I think the way we just go about this is literally, like I said, it's an added bonus if he's there. But expect to not be with him on a given day, and then you'll never be disappointed. And, you know, people were saying that on Twitter, and you were saying it like, oh, no Aaron Judge in the lineup on the first day. It's like, yeah, we knew that, but it is still disappointing to see. So expect him to not be in the lineup, and you won't be disappointed. And then it'll be like, wow, look, Aaron Judge is on the field. That's cool. And then he hits a home run, and everybody's happy. So on his birthday. It just makes the whole talk thing even worse. It's getting to the point where you have to start looking over his like superstar status. Cause to in order to be a, a superstar, you have to play like there's something that they all have in common. And that's, they all are giving you 150 plus starts a year. And I'm not saying that cause he's not, like I said, it's not cause he's not good. I don't think I'm overreacting. It's just, if he goes another full year like this, then you have to sit back and be like, okay, is he really the superstar that we thought he was going to be? Or was he a flash in the pan who, you know, is good when he's there, but who knows? Yep. Yeah. I um, mean, I think, you know, it also brings up, well, I don't really know how much I'm going to read into this, but I did see a report somewhere about like a conversation with Boone talking about potentially, having Stan take some reps in the outfield, which would which would free up the DH spot, which would then allow maybe Judge and Sanchez to get more reps in there. Are we going to open up a whole can of worms now and then he gets hurt again? Yeah, so like I don't, I don't want to read too deeply into it because they did say he was going to you know take some reps in the, in the outfield during spring training, and he never did. So they say all these things, and I don't, again, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't think, I'm not going to believe it until it actually happens, then we can talk about it and then see what the options are, but Something to think through. I don't know. I think it, I think if Hicks continues to suck and we trade for Talkman, he's again. not. Yeah, trade him back and then send Hicks go play golf for the rest of his fucking contract. It's all is he there, wants to fucking do anyway. Is there like a what are you buzzword? free returns like, like a, Amazon? Yeah, is there like a statute of limitations of a trade that can you just like, like that'd be funny? Send, send it back like every trade. There's a thirty warranty. back money, money yeah, back guarantee. Money back guarantee. Like you see, Talkman goes out and goes three for four. And we're like, ah, that'd be really backseas Indian giving. Just <laughs> I, I like that guy back, please. I don't know if that's possible. I'd like to have that. Yeah. Another little quick note that's unrelated to Mike Talkman, Aaron Judge, but the Yankees it has to do with is I'm pretty sure we beat COVID because they're allowing 100% capacity at Yankee Stadium. Coming when? June 1st? July. July. Are you sure it's not June? It's July. I can't 100% sure it's July. It's July. We, I can't read. We still, have, we still have two whole months. But you know what, though? Who, first of all, fuck you. Who cares? Two whole months. That is unbelievable news. I mean, yeah. shit, shit can go down two months. I'm not trying to be a pessimist. You're right. Pessimist, you're right. But, but am I happy that we beat oh, Uncle COVID? I'm yeah, I'm, I'm very fucking happy. I'm I, We're going to get some very heated DMs on your wording there. I'm excited for them. What? That we beat COVID? Wait, yeah. I'm not a doctor. I don't know, but it seems like we beat COVID. Uh, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it because, you know. We'll, here, put, we'll yeah. let you answer those DMs. We just relay information. We don't come up with yeah. information. Look, yeah. man. 
I just read. I just half read things and then don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. For all I know, the article could have said July first, twenty twenty two. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just happy that maybe summer's gonna be fun, but I'm just happy that that means you know potentially just a playoff game with a full full fucking crowd. That's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting exciting stuff. That's just something I want to bring up. Let's make the playoffs. Oh, how fun! One little note. Another would be fun. While we're on the notes. I have another little note. This is a quick little thing. It's just I just thought it was really funny. The team that beat us today has a zero point zero percent chance, according to Fangraphs, to make the playoffs. I think that's just fucking disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> like they didn't give them a single chance. I don't know if they moved the decimal over to one spot and maybe it was like point zero one, but that's just it's a little bit rude, don't you think? I don't know. I think it's very rude. Like they're not even, like you to put zero when they're mathematically. Not able to do like it. Like they're e- mathematically eliminated. Yeah, according e- even, to fan, even <laughs> according to if, in on April twenty ninth. Even if it's <laughs> August and they're not mathematically eliminated yet, you still have to put at least one percent or a half percent. Putting zero is so disrespectful. They beat us exactly. They're ahead of us actually. So are we state. negative? Uh, oh, big news yeah, actually! Yankee mean? news for the first time in the year of twenty twenty one. The Yankees have a zero run differential. It is not negative. It's not negative. Breaking news. Stay it's my classy. New sound. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you say say classy, I'm forced to say go fuck yourself, San Diego. Yeah, it's contagious. Sorry for listening, Mom. You know she listens to some episodes. Kind of weird. Yeah, my Dude, aunt you're going to get so grounded. Not happy about it. <laughs> um, What else did I want to talk about? Oh. I want to say elephant in the room, but we've kind of talked about it for every episode since October 23rd. Is that when the season ended? Whatever it was. No, we didn't make it that far into October. But no. The Higgy Gary situation has an update. And we did. I want to toot our horn again, but we kind of did talk about this. And I. Chandler we, we made gotta start Chandler, clipping this Chandler made, no we didn't we posted we it. Did it we've been hot with the clips the things we clip they end up literally happening the next day no it happened Chandler like made three that, hours after the yeah, clip Chandler made that clip and it was me with the pie chart and I was I was depicting the uh, shared time that Gary and Higgy are going to be behind the plate and I was just reading the tea leaves but you know then you come out and you hear that what was the exact did, was he named the starter like was he no, he's, no he was he's giving being given more playing time that he's earned. Yeah. So exactly what I said. It's probably going to be a 60-40 split. Still Gary in the 60 spot. I yeah, they start, they start him and they say, yeah, Higgy's earned our trust. He's earned more playing time and then bench him the next day. Yeah. But, and they're going to option him, yeah. Yeah. But I think the, but the conversation is, though. Is that, the option Stanton yet? What? He's too hot. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody Stanton's that's good, you either have oh, to yeah. send him down or bench him. One Chapman is unhittable. Send him down. Yeah, exactly. That seems how, about not fair. Sli- how about Higgy's sliding catch yesterday? Gary would have he would have exploded if he tried that. Like if I he said, tried to slide this. and make an athletic play, I legitimately think he would be out for the next four months with two torn quads. I tweeted this, and I am starting to believe it. Sometimes I tweet things into existence, and Darren O'Day, more on this conversation. Honestly, it makes sense. Yeah, Darren O'Day, check the tape. He hasn't been too hot. He almost made it to the not list, but he didn't have enough enough innings yet to innings pitch. But it's okay. It's okay. Hopefully he doesn't stay not. But Higgy is kind of playing himself into a – we've never even remotely thought of him as a starting catcher. He's always been that backup. He's always been that. He's never going to be a starting catcher. 
I'm starting to think that there's a chance. He looks good. He's always been an elite pitch framer, elite defender, all that. Doesn't let it buy him. He's got great relationships with all pitchers, not just Garrett Cole. Not to say that Gary doesn't have good relationships with them, but it just, you know, the numbers speak for themselves. When Higgy's behind the dish, and it's not rocket science that he's just a better defending catcher. And now he's producing offensively. Maybe he can't keep this up. But maybe he can. And if he does, that's a storyline to watch. Obviously, everybody in the world, not just Yankee Land, is paying attention to that storyline. But I, yeah, I think he's playing himself if he continues this into the next couple of years. Not only, like, we've had this conversation in more of a short-term lens as, is he going to, you know, finish the year as a starting catcher? Is he going to be a starting catcher in the playoffs? I'm talking potentially if he keeps this up and Gary keeps his side of the bargain up. He could be, like, maybe we've just overlooked him as being, like, I don't know why. I think it's just been Gary as this, this dark cloud over him that he has never really gotten even a second thought. Like, oh, maybe this guy could be the starting catcher. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's been on the Yankees for 13 years, and that's why, you know, if he hasn't been the starting catcher in the first 10, he's not going to be. But, you know, I, I think I think that's really a, a strong possibility. But my question to you guys about this situation is, and obviously, we just mentioned it too. He wasn't named the starter, but Andrew from Bronx Pinstripes uh, tweeted a good question. He said, "Do you think that Gary lost the starting job in quotes, not obviously starting job, or do you think Higgy earned it?" Chandler, what do you oh, think? Uh, mixture. Because I mean, if Higgy, out. Damon, what do you think? I think Higgy earned it. It's okay. not a cop better out. answer. No, it's not a co- I, I agree. You with, I agree it, with it doesn't so. matter if Higgy comes out there on his personal days and hits a thousand with a home run every bat, but Gary plays semi competent, he doesn't win the job. It has to be a mixture of both because yeah. Gary's been the golden child for so long. They're not just going to give up on him if there's not a guy nipping at his heels. Well, also, also Higgy wouldn't have wouldn't have had the opportunity to win the job or win more playing time if Sanchez didn't lose it first. You know what I mean? Like, if, if Sanchez came out... He opened he was, the door for him. Yeah, he opened the door. If Sanchez was playing well and he was hitting the crap out of the ball like he, he was he's supposed to, then you can't take him out of the lineup. And, and Higgy he, smashed he was totally through that door. Yeah, and Higgy just kind of went in, came in like the Kool-Aid man. He was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I am here, bitch. I hit four home runs already. I'm batting over 300, and no one else can hit the ball, and I, that's why I'm standing out. I'm a great defender. It's just... I. I like I, I don't want to get too nit, nit, nitpicky with like actual like baseball whatever, but baseball. he was he's framing the ball phenomenally, mm-hmm. and That's what I that to helps the pitchers so much. But just watching him, you oh. know, maneuver that, and then watching Sanchez trying to do the same thing, it's not it's there's no competition. He just does Gary's it so well. Framing looks like a parody account. Like it's like when you look at like a TikTok of a little it's leaguer like, framing and he takes it from out of the dirt and frames it. That's what it's like watching Gary frame, but he does it seriously. Like yeah. I'm not a pro catcher. And I'm not claiming to be. Really? I'm not gonna go coach anybody. I know this comes as a shock with this athletic build. Breaking but, news. Yeah. But I mean, we watch Higgy. It's just smooth, man. Fuck. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. It drives me crazy to watch Gary try and frame a ball or catch a normal ball that is not you know, hitting him in the glove for that. Sanders is like that, that little league clip of remember like the little league guy. He like, he stands like three feet off the plate and then tries to bring the (laughs) the ball. It seriously is though. It seriously is like, that's not that far of an exaggeration. He'll take a ball at a guy's eyes and yank it down. And it's like, dude, come on. I think you guys said it right. I think it, you know what? I, I said, you're, 
answer was a cop out. I don't think it's a cop out because it is a mixture of both. But I do I think thought, I do think it leans more towards these, these are your last days in the podcast. Send in your fucking you're gonna pink slip. Um, <laughs> but I think that he it, it's it's the side is leaning more towards Higgy because Higgy, like we said, there was an there's an opening, and Gary isn't playing you know astronomically bad like we've like we've seen in the past where he just looks lost out there. He doesn't look great. He's batting like 200 Mendoza, but we've seen him do far worse than that. He's not playing himself out to answer, I guess, Andrew's question. He's not playing himself totally out. Like we have to, here's what it is. He's not playing out so much that we like, oh my God, we need Higgy. It's just that he's not playing amazing or even good. And Higgy's just playing that much better. Like there, there's yeah. a, there's a, that's what's happening here. Well, I think that, and you got to ride with the hot hand, which is the first, the first time for the Yankees. You got to ride with the they hot hand. Send Higgy down too. <laughs> well, I think like, the, the flip side of like it, Brian Cashman right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was Brian Cashman, if we were Brian Cashman, we'd be making some different decisions. Um, and now I forgot what I was gonna say. Thanks. Okay. I didn't do anything. Just calls him like I sees him. Oh, what I was gonna say was, if if Higgy wasn't doing, if Higgy, if Higgy wasn't hitting so well, then I, obviously like they would have been content with keeping Sanchez in there because everyone else is kind of dog shit, you know. So like I, I th- that's why I do think it has to be a mixture. Like like you we said, were talking, we were talking. I think about- at the very okay. least, yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I think at the very least, they've realized that he isn't the long-term solution anymore. Like, even if it's not Gary, or I mean, not Higgy, like, I think in the last two years, they've really come to the determination that Gary isn't going to be here for the next five, ten years. Like, even if it's a free agent signing of some guy that's not a superstar, we're moving on soon. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody who has played this bad for two years two and a half years and been like, oh, yeah, he's like, – I don't know what – the Gary supporters – I'm not just hating on Gary to hate on him right now. I just don't see, you know – like, yes, he has a spot on this team. Yes, he could be the catcher in the playoffs. That still hasn't changed at all. I'm just saying to those people, what makes you think that he's the catcher of the future that we once thought he was when he came busted into the league and hit like 30 home runs in 10 games? Mm-hmm. He's, he's clearly not that player. He may be a happy medium, and he may be playing really bad as of late, and maybe he turns it around. But I don't think that ceiling is anywhere close to what we even thought it, it used to be. He's not even close to you know the level of some of these guys, other guys' potential. It's just you know, Glaber I think has been having a down couple of years, but he still has the super duper high ceiling. Judge when he's healthy, all that. Like he's so far behind those guys, and he used to be so close to them. So, well, at least you see guys like Glaber making adjustments and doing better. Like Gary just continues to look exactly the same, and then he hits a home run, starts start the season off, and then everyone's like, "I told you so." We're the Gary haters now, and then we never I, hear anybody else talk about people. it now. I just don't. I just don't get it. If it was any other player, would you defend him like that? Or is it like I don't, just I too don't much, get it. Is it too much pride to like say you're wrong? Like I'll tell you, if I was wrong, like Andahar, I thought Andahar was going to be a perennial MVP. I'll be the first one to tell you that. It looks like I'm dead fucking wrong. I said he was going to take Gio's job. Dude, so did it's I. Been, it's been. <laughs> I want to keep. I want to keep like a Google Doc of our worst takes to date, and Mike just, Ford over and Luke just Boyd once once a favorite. year. 
Yeah. Uh, once a year, at the end of the year, like New Year's Eve, we just do a New Year's Eve episode and just read off the absolute worst takes. We should do that. We should have absolute worst takes and best takes because we've had some lot like red hot on the dot takes and also put a timestamp in between the takes and how quickly they were spoken into existence for that side of things. So that'll be fun. That'll be a fun little thing. And then right. we see who is the most right. We do a little percentage. Who is the uh-huh. most right, most wrong. Chandler, I think this sounds like a, a you kind of job. Okay. I'll do that. I don't care. That's fine with me. Sounds fun. Maybe oh, a prize at the end. Jinx. Free Mike King. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Let the guy play. Quick, I'm, quick, I'm quick question. What, what did you guys think of Monty today? He's exactly what I expect him to be. He was good. I don't, ex- like I said, I don't expect him to be an all-star, but I expect him to be good, and he's been good all year for the most part. So, I thought more he had the a same sne- sneaky good game, but the thing I'm worried about is he only had one strikeout. Like, people were hitting the ball. He, but he's been a soft contact. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure he's been a soft contact guy his whole his whole career. Like he had, he gives, I mean, up, he gives up contact, but it's yeah. like a lot of ground balls, a lot of bloops. Like, but also and like only, even only in the first ball. inning, yeah. But I mean, even in the first inning, we gave up the run. It was all ground balls, like just kind of squibbers and shit like that. You know, that's fine. Squibbers, squibbers. Free Mike King. Yeah, got let, got got let the kid loose. And then bring Let's back Mike play. Talkman. I'm gonna make an. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have, I have an idea. I have an ideas guy. I'm gonna make a, a picture of him behind bars and just free Mike King. Make a, that's my profile picture. Just free Mike King. Love that. If you're listening, Mike, we're here for you. Mike King fan club. Let's make t-shirts. Let's yeah. put the picture of him behind bars on a t-shirt and just free Mike King. Yeah, I like that. Can make millions. Do that. Millions. What happens if you pack a whole stadium with free Mike King? Do you think it wakes up Cashman? Yeah, and Cashman boom. listens. If it brings him money, then maybe. Has maybe, to. Maybe we should get that billboard that John Boy got and just make it say free Mike King. I think that would get his attention. Maybe like the guy that flew the plane after uh, the Astros cheated. You know, the Astros are cheaters. A banner around it. Maybe we just we fly that, that around Yankee Stadium. Free well, Mike we King. we can find out. Not in a creepy way, but where Cashman lives and fly one over his house. <laughs> yeah, in the most normal way possible, let's stalk a guy. Yep. You know what I meant. <laughs> also, one more thing before we sign off and watch the draft tonight. Um, Tyler Wade, you should be the best bunter in the league. For a guy who absolutely cannot hit, and I'm not going to hold back this time because we said it in that clip, and we were being nice too, like earlier the season before he got you know sent down, and he got sent down for reasons, not for you know being too good that we have to send you down like most people on the Yankees. It's just Tyler Wade, that lol, all right, bet we'll see or wait and see. Like I'm gonna be a good hitter. You still stink at hitting, and for somebody who's so bad at hitting, like you should be the best bunter in the league with that kind of speed too. Why are you not practicing bunting every second of every day? He didn't. He doesn't. He clearly doesn't even know how to bunt. Dude, was, it was I said it to you on that one pitch on the outside corner. I was like, that is a perfect drag bunt opportunity. Not only can you move the guy over because this was an extra innings and there's a guy on second. Not only can you move the guy over with ease to third base, but you can also get a fucking hit. And then you got no outs and you got first and third. You know, Yankees are probably grounded as a double play, but. How are you not the best bunter in the league? Chandler can bunt. 
We're also not asking for a right, drag why, bunt and make it to first. We're asking you to put the ball two feet in front no, of you. No, but I was just saying that is that was such a perfect pit. It was, it was that much easier to bunt. That right. You could have gotten a nice, easy drag bunt. I would like to interject here. I, you got I, I out. Don't know you, you got out. Even, got I don't out. know why you say He struck even out on Chandler. a foul ball. Timeout. We're rewinding. I don't know why you say even. As somebody who sat the bench for many days you learned in how to my bunt. baseball, you learn how to bunt. Because that's what you got so to do. So the first thing you do when taking BP, you bunt first, left, so right, don't middle, even and then you hit. Me. I even would lay that down. Do it. It's so easy. Even a caveman can do it. Even Chandler can do it. That's not don't. No, I, but you're I, right, though. If you can't hit, you learn to make the team in other ways and, you know, activate certain skill sets that, you know, that makes him, makes his speed kill more. Being 99 speed and be the show or in the real show, I should say, doesn't do a fucking thing for you if you can't hit. If you bunt every time, you have what is he hitting right now? You look it up. Somebody look it up. Tyler Wade. Yeah. Zero. He, he doesn't have a hit. He doesn't have a hit this year. He, he has play. to have it. Did he play? I don't think he's played yet. Hold no, on. he's, he's been no. In. He's hitting two fifty. Yeah. What is he? That's career high. But what is he? One for four. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Dude, he has, <laughs> he's one for four. <laughs> yeah. Three at bats. He has three at bats. Four at bats. Because he yeah one for four, four today. The, the strikeout on the bunt today. Yeah, don't come at me like, oh, he's been playing. He played probably one game. No, but we were saying he's been in. Yeah. So one for four. He hasn't started one. He hasn't started one. My game. point is his career batting average is what? Uh, career batting average is one ninety one. Uh, okay, I really one ninety. Even worse. I, I truly believe that he would have a better batting average if he bunted every time. Why yeah. did we trade him to San Francisco? Because nobody wants him. He has no value. I would like to know how that phone call went. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I, hey, San Francisco, you guys want Mike Talkman? Yeah, how's uh? How's nothing sound? That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude, what the fuck? These how's guys nothing are sound? Done, done, got it. You e- want Mike e- Talkman for free? Eckerton, you don't even know Eckerton. <laughs> Moneyball, <sighs> Moneyball, whatever. I'm out of here. We're getting crazy. Let's go. I'm gonna watch, watch the draft. draft. Jinx. Oh. Let's go Jets. This is the second time today. Let's go Jets. Jinxed each other. Free Mike King. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Free Mike King. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. PCH driving, I needed some inspiring. Peace and quiet, I'm running from the sirens. They ain't been around, but they know about where I've been. Had to put the time in to let them know it's time. Fuck a plug, you don't need it when you plugged in. They know it's us, we don't need no introductions. It's just us, we don't need no one for nothing.
night. Okay. Eat that pussy like it's food tonight. They don't love me, but it's cool tonight. I like to keep it loose, but keep the moves tight. You was right. Running numbers up, I'm shooting dice. Fuck a suit and tie, I'm loose and goosey, but the moves are tight. Louis slippers never slipping, I just like to slide. I was on your side till you group me with these other guys. Hand on the blunt, I ain't done. Here come the sun, help in the fun. She only really do this shit for me, that's her captain PCX driving, I needed some inspiring He's sat quiet, I'm running from the sirens They ain't been around, but they know about where I've been Had to put the time in to let them know what time it is Got that in common, we all feel the pressure Get some plug in, yeah, the vibe is electric Room full of commas, they all tryna sex me Feel like Dennis Rodman in Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.